Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is your guy, Larry, and you just tuned into another awesome episode of Larry's Biblecast. How are you guys doing today, this morning, whatever time that you are possibly listening to this awesome and another episode of, of this Biblecast. So, yes, we're still in um, this awesome devotional called Favor, and um, man, it's been, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. So today, like no, like any other time that I've recorded for this uh, episode of favor, I've always seemed to, to learn something different about this. So I, hopefully this will be a good episode for you. Um, this one is going to be in day 17. I believe it's day 17, which will, um, let's see, let me make sure that I'm telling you this. Uh, yes, this should be, uh, my bad day 18 day 18 excuse me day 18 i need to make sure (laughs) uh day 18 in this devotional of um favor so i'm hoping um as we're getting closer and closer we got three more days of the uh of this devotional of day 19 20 and 21 so this one like like many others um, it's just about um, the favor of the Lord and and just how uh, in different ways we are discovering um, how God is giving us favor. And today's episode is no different. Um, today's episode, it has to deal with the coming of, of Christ and, and also making good use of our time for today. We don't know when, what's, what, 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 what. Um, what things will happen tomorrow so we have to make sure that we take advantage of what it is today amen so how many of you um always either like me sometime i kind of peek in at the news a little bit peek at what what's going on in our world today and knowing that just even without no without the acknowledgement of christ but just knowing that there are so many things that are happening in our world today that um Man, you know, people are, you know, unfortunately, they are losing their lives in different ways out there in the world. And so we have to make sure that that the gospel, which is the jewel of life, I would say the jewel of life, uh, salvation, the gospel message of salvation is spread abroad. Amen. So we have to make sure of that. We have to make sure that that those that are are in our our circle of influence, influence. around us right that they know that uh jesus loves them that they know that salvation is available to them that we look there's no one that is too far out the reach of christ amen because this is why he died he died on the cross so that we can have life so that we can have eternal life so that they can have eternal life right even when it's, when i say they i'm speaking of the neighbor down the street i'm speaking of the person that you see at the grocery store at the car wash or uh, maybe at your school or or at your job or in your family they also have an opportunity to receive Christ. Amen. So we have to make sure that that this is not just good for us. This is good for for everybody outside of you. So be encouraged after listening to this episode today, be encouraged to 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 do whatever it is that God has called you to do. Some of us have been called to preach the gospel already. Some of us have called some of us. Sometimes we we think
think, well, we can't do this. We don't know that much scriptures. Listen, I don't know all the scriptures myself. So guess what? What I do is I, I'm doing like I'm doing now. I'm reading the Bible. I'm also reading the Bible and the devotions with you. And I'm sharing what I what my experience has been with the Lord in my life and also sharing the scriptures. So so can you. You can do the same thing. So Again, hopefully this is a, a this this episode will be a blessing for you as you go forward in your life and, and, and forward in your day. So again, I'm not gonna belabor the point anymore. So um, hopefully everybody's doing well. Thank you again for tuning in and um, just share this with a friend and appreciate you listening in. So let's get dive in, get your Bibles and get ready for this new episode right here. And uh, sit back and relax and enjoy this next awesome episode of Larry's Bible Cast. All right, all right. So today, let's get into God's awesome word, what he has for us today. Um, we are now in day 18 of this awesome devotional called favor. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to get right into the scripture portion of this. And we're going to be reading to you. I'm going to be reading to you. I don't know. I I always have a habit of saying we, Uh, I always feel like, you know, we're together here. And so I am going to be reading out of Matthew chapter 24, and it has 51 verses in it. So kind of just um, allow some time to just read through the scriptures and then we'll kind of commentate a little bit about what we've read. Okay. And this is uh, the entire chapter. So it says, as Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings, but he responded, do you see all these buildings? I tell you the truth. They will completely, they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His, his disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us when will all this happen? What sign will, the, will signal your return and the end of the world? Jesus told them, Don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famine, famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But all, all this is only the first of the, of the birth pains with more to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because of my of because you are my followers. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And, uh, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. The day is coming when you will see 
what Daniel the prophet spoke about the sacrilegious op object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. It says, reader, pay attention. Then the, those in Judea must flee to the hills. The person out on the deck of, the, of, a, of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath, for there will be greater anguish than at, than at any time since the world began, and it will never be so great again. In fact, unless the time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive, but, but it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Then if anyone tells you, look, here he, here is the Messiah or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders so as to, to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you about this ahead of time. So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look. Or look, he is hiding here. Don't believe it. For as the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. Just as the gathering of vultures show there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then, at last, the sign of the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens, and there will be a deep there will be deep mourning among all the people of the earth, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with, with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a mighty blast of a trumpet, and they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and it leaves be its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things, you know you can know he his return is very near right at the door i tell you the truth this generation will not pass from the scene until all these things take place heaven and earth will disappear but my words will never disappear however no one knows the day or the or hour when these things will happen not even the angels in heaven or the son himself only the father knows and when the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in the days of Noah. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the, to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. That is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken 
and the other left. So you too must keep watch, for you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would keep watch and not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time for the Son of Man will come when least expected. A faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth. The master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant is evil and thinks my master won't be back for a while? And he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected. And he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him to assign him a place with the hypocrites in that in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth we'll be we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back So welcome back. So we're going to go ahead and get into the next two uh, scriptures in this uh, devotional. And uh, we're going to be we're going to go ahead and pick it up at uh, the book of Proverbs 27 and one. And it's a real small verse, but uh, again, it goes in line with, with everything that the devotional is talking about here. It says, don't brag about tomorrow since you don't know what the day will bring. So don't brag about tomorrow since you don't know what the day will bring. And then the next verse will be out of James chapter 4, verse 13 and 14. It says here, it says, look, who you who say today or tomorrow, we are going to a certain town and will stay there a year. We will do do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. <clears throat> so I think that in light of what's happening here, um, we, we talked about... Um, in Matthew 24 verses 1 through 51 about what Jesus was preparing the disciples about the coming of Christ his second coming and in this devotional as we begin to come to our conclusion um, he wants us to kind of give ourselves a healthy expectation but at the same time, understand that at any moment, Christ will return. At any moment, uh, we will see that the there will be a sudden change. And so it's not to say that we shouldn't have any goals or, or anything. I think that we should have 
goals. But one of the things that that I'm noticing is that we should have them in light of of what is in God's will and God's purpose and plan. And as we begin to, you know, some of us have begin to grow in the Lord and begin to start to um, pray more and, and, and communicate with God, we begin to see that the things that are in our life have to match up with whatever is in God's perfect plan for us as well. So let's kind of go and close this out a little bit with the devotional part portion where it picks it up in Matthew 24 and 44, where it says, So you also must be ready because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. It says here, it says, Favor isn't something to be saved for the future. God's favor is for you today. Sometimes our best intentions prolong what God wants to do in the present. Our faulty mindsets can deceive us to plan within the limitations of our ability while we abandon the fact that we serve an omniscient and omnipotent God who desires to grant us supernatural favor to overcome what we're facing in the moment. God's favor isn't for a one-time use only. God's resource, resources are inexhaustible. Do not foolishly forego what is available to you today. Who knows what tomorrow will bring? Be faithful to steward today well by inviting God's favor into your life now. So this kind of gives us a little bit light, a little more context on some of the scriptures that we just read out of um, out of Proverbs 27 as well as James 4 13 to 14 we see here that there that in James it talks about you know making sure that we we um, when he's saying look for look here you who say today and tomorrow for we are going to this certain town and we will stay stay there a year we will do business there and make a profit. So I think that I remember growing up as I was growing up, there used to be uh, a lot of people that I grew up in church and things like that. They would say if it is in God's will or if it be God's will. A lot of times when we we uh, make plans or we say maybe next week we'll see one another or something like that say if it is if it is God's will so back to when they say in this devotional about plan for today what's God's favor what is what is his favor for today remember God wants us to take today to make the best out of what we do today tomorrow will will come and tomorrow will is something that sometimes we don't know. We don't know, um, just like in light of the scriptures where Jesus talks about his second coming. We don't know when his second coming is. But that doesn't mean that we throw caution to the wind and not do anything of not make any plans. God understands exactly what it is that that we want to do and and there's also what God is going to do. 
So sometimes we have to um, take it one day at a time, like they say. Take it one day at a time, one moment at a time. It's good to be able to do or be the best that you can be for that day because you never know. You know, sometimes people, some people uh, we think will be here today and then gone tomorrow. So this is why it's important to make good use of the time that we have. Um, I say that sometimes also in light of like, say, if you have, you know, disagreements or or uh, there may be some things that you might have should, should say to one another. Make sure you, you take that time and that, that is afforded to you at that moment. And I think, too, that in light of this, with God's favor, God's favor, like he said, like the devotional says, is for today and is also for tomorrow, will be for next week and next month. It is inexhaustible. That means that it's ongoing. His favor, um, that's why I say it's good to wake up in the morning and, and praise God for another day. And even though, you know, maybe that day is what it is, but you say to yourself, God, I thank you for allowing me to see another day, allowing me to wake up and have breath in my body, you know, because that's God's favor in your life. Now, and I say that too because... That gives you the opportunity to be able to do whatever it is that God has called you to do. Um, so it's very important for us to make good use of our time, make good use of um, the time that we have. And that, that means reaching out to one another, reaching out to friends and family and things like that. Seeing the things and having discussions about things that you wouldn't have had or get a, get a chance to. So what do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about these scriptures that that us talking about the favor of the Lord, but also um, also that now let's kind of talk a little bit about Matthew 24 and 24, one through 51. This one here is one of my favorite one of my favorite passages where Jesus um, was talking to his disciples and after we we speak on this, then we'll go ahead and, and come to this conclusion. When he talks about this later, he says here in verse 3 in Matthew 24, he says, Later Jesus sat on a Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us when will all this happen? What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? Isn't that is and I think this is a very this is a very interesting question. Because these disciples came to him and to me, even if I if I were to live at that time or be one of his disciples, per se, I probably would have wanted to know that that question myself. So then this is when Jesus goes into this descriptive uh, through several verses in Matthew 24, where he says um, he first tells you. In verse four, he says, don't, he said, Jesus told them, don't be, don't let anyone mislead you. Okay. So he first starts off with a warning and a caution to tell them, don't be misled. Okay. It's interesting how he begins to speak on these things because he understands that there will be a lot of deception. There will be a lot of deception. And this is the first 
cautionary thing that he, I believe, he starts off with here as he talks to them. And he talks about not only about deception, but he talks about many will come in his name or in my name claiming I am the Messiah. You see that? And then he says they will deceive many. Now, if you notice right there in verse 4 and 5. They t he begins to open up with deception. He begins to caution them about things that will occur that will try to deceive them or those that will be around at that time. And this is good for us for today because what he has said then is where we have to watch. And as Christians and as believers, we have to be mindful of what will happen in the times that we're living today. You notice that there have been many times where we've seen people either cult, cult leaders or people in these cult groups, and they will become very, um, um, how can I say, very just uh, um, dogmatic, but they will be very influential and others will begin to follow them as though they are some sort of, quote unquote, Christ or some sort of, of a Messiah, so to speak. Jesus talks about this in, in verse in verse four and verse five. And he begins this, his discussion about that. Then he goes into verse six by saying that you will hear wars and threats of wars or roars and rumors of wars. And then he follows that up by saying, don't panic, don't fear. He says, yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. He begins to say in verse seven, nation will rise, will go to war against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, earthquakes in, in many parts of the world. See, in verse seven, in verse 7 and verse 6, he's very detailed in this. He's very direct. He's very he's telling them that these are the things. You don't have to guess about this. He's going to, He's telling you. And this is one thing I do appreciate about Christ. Then he says, but in verse 8, he says, but all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Then he goes on to say, then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because of my, or for because you are my followers. Okay, he he lets us know that the world is not going to embrace you. He's not going to embrace people that are spreading the gospel or talking about Jesus, talking about you know things like that. He's not going to do that. And many will turn away from from me and betray and hate each other. Now you see that there. He says, and many will turn away from who? From Jesus. And will what? Betray and hate each other. These are things that, that he's being very detailed and warning and being cautious. Remember, not everybody that is connected to Jesus or connected to the church is going to stay. There's going to be a falling away. There's going to be a turning away. There's going to be there. Everybody's going to turn their own way and do their own thing. So this is something to be careful of. And then he says, and many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. Then verse 12, sin will will be rampant everywhere and the love of many will grow cold. And the one but the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news of the about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then 
it says, and then the end will come. You see that? So, um, and it continues on here. You know, you see where it says, talks about in the book of Daniel, um, about the, um, about reading the book of Daniel and seeing the same thing that certain events that will happen about the temple and the desecration of the temple of the holy place. And then he begins to, to, to begin to say other warnings and things like that. Jesus has, Jesus, because he's who he is, already knows what will happen, what is prepared, and he's preparing the disciples, which as you and I read the scriptures, we too are now understanding listen this was done or this was said over 2000 plus years ago and here we are now in 2022 as we now we now are seeing certain we have seen certain signs we have certain certain things that are now uh considered just along lines with the scriptures amen so it's it's very interesting on this thing this is why in light of In, in light of the in light of this we are now seeing that in the last days and this is why I've always said that um, even when Paul in his scriptures when he says about the last days we the last days have have uh, extended 2,000 years ago since the scriptures and the Bible has been already made and we now have the full revelation of God's word now the last days is now uh, extended and has been extended. Doesn't mean that like the, the Bible says that he's not being slow as in what we consider slow. But he is also giving allowing time for those of us to prepare and be and get together, get together and get our our faith in order, get our faith in the Lord in order, get our our relationship with God in order. This is a time in which we have to begin to prepare ourselves for when Jesus will be coming back for his church. Amen. So um, as I begin to look further down the scriptures of this, uh, one of the things that he says here, um, let's kind of go back to, let's go to uh, verse 30. And it says, in the la and then at last, the sign of the Son of Man is this at, I'm sorry, let me read that one more time. And then at last, the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens. Okay, the heavens as in as in the skies. Okay, and there will be a deep mourning among all the people of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his his angels with a mighty blast of a trumpet, and they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. You notice how detailed that is? You notice how he began to say, this is what will happen? And listen, I was listening to a message where it talks about three things that God never changes on. He is always consistent. And one of the things was the fact that his character and then also his uh, his promises and who he is. Remember, God will never 
never retreat back on his promises. What he says and what will happen will happen. And so with that being said, and listen, he has it has to happen. Why? Because God is not a liar. God does not go back on his word. God does not. He does. He said he doesn't say one thing and do another. He whatever he says and whatever we've read and whatever we've known, God will. It will happen as as it says in his word. Amen. So how should we as believers, how should we be knowing what we know, seeing what we see about the coming of Christ? How should we live day to day? Knowing that Christ is coming back, knowing that Christ will come back at any moment. How should our behavior be? Those are the things that that we ought to be thinking about all the time, every single day. Praise God we wake up every day with another chance, another opportunity to be more the way we ought to be. But now what we have to understand is looking outside of ourselves, our friends, our family, our, you know, associates, things like that, people like that, that we have an opportunity, you have an opportunity to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have the opportunity to ask someone, are you saved? And, 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 and share the gospel message with them. That is another day of opportunity, of favor. And listen, even with this being the devotion of favor, it is a sense of favor because God is showing you favor, showing us favor, showing those that are still having to, being able to, to, to uh, as believers, have another day, another day to have favor in this, amen? So this is this is really good, and I like the other other devotions that we have done with when it, when it comes to favor. It's just another, um, just another um, opportunity in which we have to learn more about how good God is. Isn't, isn't He good? He's good every single day to us, and a lot of times, sometimes we don't we don't realize, and we kind of take for granted sometimes that how good God is and how how much of a chance and opportunity we constantly have amen so I just wanted to 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 kind of go back into that verse that chapter 24 and uh, with a sense of 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 anticipation anticipation as to what will what God will do and how God will continue to move us closer and closer remember we are closer today than we were yesterday. We're closer to his coming today than we were yesterday or last week or last month. We are now closer. And we see things like like the Bible says, like the scriptures of what Jesus talked about. We see things right now in the world that is that is is bringing us closer. You see things that are on the news. You see things that are happening world news. You see these things happening. You see things happening in our na- in our nation, in our even in our communities. We see changes that are happening and all these changes that are happening is is preparing us, is showing you ahead of time that we're getting closer. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. And so with with that with those things being said, let us be mindful to not take for granted the, the days and the hours that God has given us. Amen. Just continue to look forward to our coming. But at the same time, while we are looking forward to anticipating that, let us be busy. Let us be steadfast. Let us be prayerful. Let us never 
other words, never get too to let uh, get our, get our guard down. We should never get our guard down because of the fact that that's what the devil wants. Remember this: we also have an enemy that wants to water the, your faith down. He wants to test your faith. He wants you to walk away from the faith. So you gotta you gotta be uh, what you call vigilant and diligent and just continue to pray and continue and never let your guard down because what happens is we begin to to allow the culture and allow the world to to kind of lull, lull us to sleep in a way to kind of you know get too busy get too busy with life get too busy with things that we had to do and, and and then we that crowds out the time that you have and i have to get into god's word or to study god's word or to pray like we are to pray and those things will help dull us from a place of being sharp in the word sharp in the in the spirit the spiritual realm sharp as far as praying and all the time asking god to show us and direct us always asking god to give us the holy spirit to lead us and guide us into the right direction all the time i i uh, like some of you i've had my you know grew up in church and i had my grandparents and my parents and stuff and those people help uh, uh, plant those seeds in me. And I begin to just continue on and begin to just stay, stay steadfast as what they have taught me and just continue on and keep going and keep going and, and never give up. And some of you right now have children, some of you have grandchildren to, to just keep passing that down and letting them know, don't give up, don't give up, keep praying, keep reading your word. We have to um, stay stay steadfast, like the Bible says. So, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed uh, just this uh, this scripture reading, but also some of the the scriptures that we've read, as well as the devotion that has to do with favor, with favor, not just. You know, whether we should not do anything because we're afraid that Jesus is coming back. No, we should always continue our day as we do. But in light of the fact that Christ could come back at any moment, but at the same time, that ought to put us in a place of not only expectation and preparation, but we also need to take, make the time that we have for today and let today be the day. You can't do nothing about tomorrow and you can't do nothing about what will happen to in, in, in I mean, uh, you can't do nothing about what happened yesterday, but you can't do nothing with, with, what about what will happen tomorrow because tomorrow hasn't got here. So pr the present is more important and is important and in, in, in the in praying consistently about those things that will happen amen so again i know it's a little bit lengthy but i you know i i felt it uh, really led in my spirit to be able to share this and i hope and pray that you all um, continue on to just be focused and steadfast and just be thankful for whatever god is doing in your life amen let's have a word of prayer before we we close out today Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for another awesome and wonderful day, another episode, Lord, that you've allowed us to, to be able to hear. And thank you, though, for, Lord, for those that have tuned in. 
we're going to continue as we as we go closer and get closer to your coming uh coming again lord god but lord we just pray for each and every listener each and every household that is representing and as a listener and we pray that this message will be spread out abroad and shared to other people with, with neighbors and friends and, and, and other people that will listen, that, that that can listen, Lord God. Father, we just praise you for just the blessing of others and those that are continuously steadfast doing the work of the Lord all over the world. And we just praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's going to do it for me today. I just praise God that you got, you you all was able to tune in. Thank you for tuning in. Please, again, like I said before, share and subscribe to this podcast. Get just share it with somebody, just some anybody that need to hear some encouragement, need to hear the word of God. So, um, again, I just thank you again for tuning in, and I will be talking to you next time. God bless. <music>